welcome back to another episode of Life Chats with Liv B. It is episode two, and if you haven't listened to episode one, then I just recommend going back and having a listen because in the intro episode, I just tell you guys what to expect from the podcast. I introduce you to myself, and then I also tell you a little story of how I grew on social media to get to where I am today as a full-time YouTuber and cookbook author. So right now I am sipping out of my Create mug and I am having a chai, I don't know if you would call it a chai latte, so it is the Four Sigmatic like mushroom chai powder that you mix with water and then I also added almond milk and I guess you could call it somewhat of a latte. Four Sigmatic is so good and I actually worked with them back in the summer and have been using their products ever since and it's just so tasty. The chai one and the hot chocolate are my two favorites. They are so good and I'm actually excited because I'm doing another video with them coming up. Oh my gosh, I need more tea. One second. I have, okay, I'll just take a little quick sidebar. I got three colds, like three viral colds. So I got one at the beginning of January and then I was okay for a little bit and then I got another one and then I was okay for a little bit and I got another one and I just feel like I haven't fully recovered from all of that. Um, But anyway, so my voice keeps like cutting in and out, which is why I tried to have a tea with me today while I filmed this. But I'm doing a video with them in February and I'm just so excited because I love them so much. Also, speaking of things I love so much, I have been having for breakfast lately bagel sandwiches. So I'll take a bagel and then I'll add like vegan cheese, vegan mayo, and then either coconut bacon or like a veggie burger patty and some spinach. And I actually got the Chipotle veganaise. It's like a really kind of spicy vegan mayo spread. And I've been having that and it's like so something I would never have for breakfast. Usually I'll have like oatmeal or a smoothie or something sweet, but I have just been loving the big hearty bagel sandwiches lately. They are so good. I think it's just because it's really cold and it's like, I feel like I just want to hibernate and eat a lot of food. Um, (laughs) Also, something that I've been loving that I will mention probably a little bit later in this podcast is meditating. I meditated again this morning. I feel like meditating is like working out. When you stop doing it, you forget how good it makes you feel. And then as soon as you start doing it again, you're like, Oh, right. This is why everybody is always talking about this. Today, I thought we would dive in to kind of like goals and intention setting for February because when I am filming this, it is actually the end of January. And I honestly can't believe that a whole month of 2019 has passed already. Let's just all take a second to let that sink in. That is just crazy. I feel like the first couple months of the year always seem to fly by for me. Anyways, so today we are going to be talking about goals and intention setting. And then I also wanted to touch on what I have been doing to stay happy and stay positive through the winter months. Because if you don't know, I live on the East coast of Canada and it's really cold. It's like, it gets dark really, really early and stays dark late in the morning. And it is very cold and it's not sunny that often. Today, looking outside, it is so beautiful, so sunny, not a cloud in the sky, but it's the first day it's been like that in quite a little while. So yeah, I wanted to kind of talk about what I've been doing this year that I really feel has made a huge impact on my physical health and also my mental health in terms of dealing with the winter blues and also kind of like the seasonal depression type of feelings. So yeah, if that sounds good to you guys, I think we're just going to dive right into 
goals and intentions for February. So like I said, it is super, super cold here. Today, it was like minus 11, even though it looks so beautiful out. I really wanted to go for a walk, but it is way too cold for that. So um, I had to just do some yoga inside and then meditate. But because it is just so cold all the time and there's also so little daylight, my intentions for February are kind of centered around things that I have been doing to, I guess you could say, beat the winter blues or just like keep my energy levels and my mental health up to par throughout the month of February. So this is kind of like all interwoven together. But my goals and intentions for February, I wrote them down. I want to meditate consistently. So I want to do it every single day without fail. I pretty much meditate like five to 10 minutes. So there's really no excuse not to do it. When I do it in the mornings, it's just becomes like a part of my morning routine. So I don't usually forget. But That is an intention I want to have. I just want to have like no excuses, meditate every day without fail. So we'll see how that goes. Then I also wrote down exercise consistently and I will talk about what kind of like exercise routine I've been doing um, a little later when I talk about the winter blues thing. Another one I wrote down is no shopping. So this is actually a little secret. I haven't told anyone this. I haven't mentioned it on any of my platforms, but I actually bought a house. My lease is up in this apartment at the end of March and I bought a house instead of deciding to rent for yet another year because I have moved every single year since I moved out of my parents' house from apartment to apartment and I just really wanted something that was my own and I wanted a place where I could really like put down roots for a while and be able to do things to it like paint the walls if I want and stuff like that. Since I went through a breakup this summer and I just didn't really want to stay in this apartment again. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to like figure out how to get a house, basically like save up, do all the things I need to do. And then I found one um, over kind of like the holidays. So everything appears to be good. So hopefully all goes well and I will be moving into that in March, but I am just so excited. But the reason why I wrote no shopping down is because now that I have a mortgage, I realized that I need to curb my, it's not really a shopping addiction, but it's definitely something that I've been using as a crutch since my breakup to like distract myself. I guess that's what retail therapy is, but I just been shopping too much. Like it's just, it's just useless spending like clothes and makeup and beauty products. And like you watch a beauty YouTube video and then you go out and buy yet another product that you really don't need. It was that kind of stuff. And I sat down with my dad and did some budgeting. Um, once I like, signed the contract for the house and I was like I will not be able to afford to buy food if I keep shopping so long story short I put a shopping ban on myself for the foreseeable future I actually found this article online of this woman what's her name I'm gonna look it up right now oh yeah okay so her name is Kate Flanders And on July 7th, okay, I'll just read the little intro um, on her blog. Her name is Kate Flanders and it's kateflanders.com. So it says, on July 7th, 2014, I set out to complete a year-long shopping ban. 
The rules for the first year were fairly simple. I couldn't buy anything new other than essentials plus a few items on my approved shopping list. I also wasn't allowed to get takeout coffee as it was my biggest vice and I wasn't comfortable spending $100 a month on it anymore. I successfully completed the ban on July 6th, 2015, and then decided to do it all over again. So she had so much success doing this shopping ban. Like she learned so much and it just completely changed her whole life. She ended up actually writing a book about it too, um, but she did it for a second year. And then it's just kind of turned into a like minimalist lifestyle type of thing for her. But I read that around the same time that I bought my house and I was like, I don't know, this girl kind of makes it cool to not shop. The idea of not shopping kind of scared me because I was like, okay, what if I need something or what if I want something? What if I'm like bored or sad or like now I'm going to have to learn to fill my time with something else. And I really am not a shopaholic by any means. Like I am very mindful about my purchases, I guess you could say, but it's just something that I have been using as a crutch to not deal with other things, I think. And it's just like, I have enough clothes. I have enough makeup. I have everything I need. I really just need to stop shopping essentially because I am an adult now. I have a mortgage and I have to be more responsible. So um, if you want to go check out that article or even her book, um, she's amazing. Her writing is amazing and she's just super inspiring. So I immediately that day set out a shopping ban for myself for the foreseeable future. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be like six months and then in six months I'll do a check-in and see how it went. But honestly, so far, so it's been um, basically like a month and so far it's been really good. I haven't bought anything that wasn't necessities like food or like laundry detergent or I don't know, paper towel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too intense with it. I'm not like saying that I can never buy anything ever again, but at least for the next coming months, I am like super excited to not do any more shopping. I feel so much better. The best way to not shop is to just stop buying things. So that's what I've learned. And that is just going to continue to be um, on my goals and intentions list for every month. Okay. And then the last one I have is to cook at home and only eat out one time per week. So something that I've noticed about myself, I think that people always assume that since I am a food blogger, I have a lot of food around a lot of the time. And that's kind of true. But if there is a week when I'm doing like cookies or like the other week I did pancakes and vegan chicken nuggets, I'm recipe testing those things, which means I have a lot of pancakes and a lot of vegan chicken nuggets, but I don't necessarily have healthy meals for myself. And a lot of the time, if I spent the whole day in the kitchen recipe testing and cooking, I don't feel like cooking myself dinner by the end of it. I just want to like relax, unwind and get out of my freaking kitchen. And so I was finding that for a while there, I would be like recipe testing all day. And then I would go out for dinner at night because I just didn't want to cook. I was so sick of cooking, but I made an intention for January that I wanted to start cooking at home and cooking my meals at home and meal prepping so that I had healthy and filling meals on hand. So I didn't have to eat out. And I do really like, going out for restaurants. I love brunch. So um, I put that I can eat out one time per week, but this is just not only like a kind of health goal because obviously 
eating at home is a lot healthier than eating out at restaurants for the most part. Also, it just goes back into the saving money thing. Like if you, I'm sure everyone can relate to this. If you look at your bank account and add up the amount of money that you spend each month just on food, and I'm talking like groceries plus the amount that you're spending on eating out, it is wild. Like it's kind of sickening. You're like, how do I spend this much money on food a month. It's crazy. And when you think about it, like if you go to a restaurant and get an appetizer or a drink and a meal, and then with tax and tip, it's going to come to upwards of $30 if you're going to a proper restaurant, not just a fast food place. That adds up so quickly if you're doing that multiple times a week. Also, I'm really lucky that Uber Eats does not service my area because that is another trap that I think a lot of people fall into. I'm sure we all have financial goals that we would like to stick to. So I think we should all put on our lists, no shopping and limiting our eating out or getting takeout. So those are my goals and intentions for February. I would love to know what yours are. You can DM me and let me know, or you can also go on the CastBox app, which is like a podcast app, and they actually have a way to comment under each episode. And I would love if you guys left a comment and let me know what your intentions are for February, or if you're listening to this after February, what they are for the coming month, because yeah, we all need just a little bit of direction and a little bit of intention setting, I think. Okay. So building on a lot of those things, I want to move on to what I am doing to stay happy and positive through the winter months. I hope that this will be helpful for those of you who live in a cold climate, but even if you don't, these things can just help you get through any time really, like any time that you just feel a little bit more down certain times of year or unmotivated or just like unsure of how to get inspired to live your best life again. And those times for me typically happen during the winter months when it's cold and it's dark and I can't go to the beach or I can't go for an early morning swim. So yeah, I'm going to share the kinds of things that I've been doing. So the first one, and this was one of the things on my intention list, the first one is exercising regularly. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend and I decided, oh, also, yeah, I said boyfriend. Um, haven't introduced you guys to my boyfriend yet. I feel like a couple people saw him on my live stream and a few people have messaged me who have deduced who it is, but I haven't introduced him yet on my channel or anything. So if the word boyfriend came as a surprise to you, then uh, we'll talk about that in another episode probably. So I have a gym in the bottom of my apartment building and we started going to that every second day. And we decided that instead of saying we're going to go to the gym three times a week and then I find when you do that, you kind of you don't necessarily have like a super strict schedule. You're like, okay, I won't go today. I'll go tomorrow. And then you're like, ah, I still have a bunch of days that I could go this week. I'll just put it off. We said without fail, we're going to the gym every second day. And this has honestly worked wonders for my physical and mental health. We decided that we're just going to make it super chill, super easy on ourselves. We're going to go to the gym every second day for half an hour. And that actually meant waking up earlier because he has to work at nine most mornings. And even though I work for myself, I do like to start work around nine anyways, or even earlier if I can. So we started setting our alarm early enough to have time to go to the gym, come back, shower, eat breakfast, and get ready for work. So it was a bit of a commitment, but honestly, doing it every second day, it's 
kind of just like you can just say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this every second day. It might suck every second day. I'm going to be a little bit more tired, but then every other day I get to sleep in or I get to do whatever I want with my mornings. And I feel like a 50-50 split is just a good compromise. And then also saying that you want to do it for 30 minutes is just such a doable time. I feel like 30 minutes, like you can just, you can do anything for 30 minutes, basically. Like you can force yourself to go to the gym for 30 minutes. It's not even... I don't know. It's not even like 5% of your day. You know, it's like a very, very small percentage of your entire day. And it's just, it's just so helpful. So what we've been doing is either run on the treadmill or bike on the exercise bike or do weights. And I honestly just looked up like beginner body weight and beginner weight machine exercises. And that's what I've been doing ever since we decided to start doing this kind of like consistent every other day exercise routine. I have noticed such a huge difference. Like overall, I have so much more energy. Obviously, the first couple days, I felt super dead and tired. But now on the days that I work out, I feel like I just have an easier time breathing. I feel like I can take more air into my lungs. My body feels tired and sitting for the rest of my day at my desk is actually a lot more comfortable because my body is tired and it wants to be sitting and resting. Whereas before... If when I wasn't working out, I would sit at my desk all day and I would feel so restless and I would get sore from sitting all day. And like, even if I tried to get up and take breaks and stuff, it just didn't help. And then another thing that I've noticed is I was feeling so cooped up inside. I felt like I was just always inside wishing that I could be anywhere else but here. And I just felt so stuck and working out and like really getting your blood pumping and your lymphatic fluid pumping and your endorphins pumping, like getting everything moving for even such a short amount of time every other day has helped so much. I haven't felt that really like cabin fever feeling ever since I started working out. I just feel like I am so much more focused. Like when I need to sit down and focus on work, I can do that a lot better and I don't just feel like I'm cooped up inside all day. So those are the biggest changes that I've noticed. Obviously, I've noticed that I'm getting a little stronger. I feel a little more toned and like a little bit less fluffy, I guess you could say. But um, I really didn't go into this for the physical benefits. I mean, obviously, physically working out makes you look good, but I more so went into it, I guess, the feelings that I've been talking about, like energy and stuff is physical also, but it's more so like your outer body versus your inner body. And I feel like a lot of the benefits that I've noticed are in my inner body and also in my mental health. So if I could suggest one thing to you guys, it would be to start a routine of working out. It keeps things fresh and keeps you on your toes. And yeah, so that was a long-winded explanation of what I've been doing for an exercise routine. But just trying to keep it really simple and not, you know, force yourself to do anything too crazy is I think key to being consistent and staying motivated with exercising. Moving on, the next one is also something that I put on my intentions for February and that is cooking at home, but this one also takes some dedication and advanced planning. You got to get on Pinterest or your favorite blogs and you have to find the recipes you want to make for that week. And then you also have to go to the grocery store and make sure that you are stocked so that you have food to cook because if you're going to cook at home and not eat out, you have to make sure that you have the right ingredients. So this is one that I definitely had to kind of 
of step up and force myself to do. I actually just like to go kind of like early on the weekend mornings when there's not a lot of people at the grocery store and do my big grocery order then. Something that has been helping a ton is I actually got my boyfriend an instant pot for Christmas. And at first I was kind of like, I wasn't really sure if we were going to use it that much, but we have been using it, I kid you not, every single day since Christmas. It is just, it's such a lifesaver. Like you can throw a whole bunch of ingredients into it. And then within 10 minutes, you can have like an amazing pasta dish or a curry or a chili. One morning we got up maybe 10 minutes early. And then while he was getting ready for work, I threw a bunch of chili ingredients into the Instant Pot and in about 10 minutes, there was this perfect chili that smelled like it had been cooking for eight hours. Like the Instant Pot is honestly magic and it has been pretty much the reason why we've been able to cook at home so much. But if you have like a crock pot or anything like that, having something that kind of like takes away the active time that you need to be there cooking is super helpful. So even if you don't want to get an instant pot or anything like that, making the time and just like making it a priority to take the time to plan and then shop for and cook your meals is just really, really helpful because those things always give me a sense of purpose. And I know for a lot of other people, it really motivates them to pick up the slack in the other areas of their life as well. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is meditation. So like I mentioned in the first episode, I have been using the app called Calm. And I know there's a bunch of other meditation apps. There's also Headspace. I have tried Headspace, but to be quite honest, the guy's voice started annoying me so much. I had to stop using it. I don't like... (sighs) I think guided meditations are really good if you're first starting out, but I really don't like guided meditations. And so his voice was just starting to irk me. So anyways, I downloaded Calm and it is so amazing. Even if you don't pay for it, the free version is really, really good as well. You get some free meditations. You also get the timed meditation feature, which is what I use. So what I do is um, if you want to download it, go to the home screen and then you can flip through different sounds so like let me play a couple for you these are like kind of calming nature sounds so like for example so that's one and then there's also rain sounds which I really like The one that I have been doing, it's called Foggy Stream, I think, and it reminds me of the feeling of sitting by the lake this summer. So what I do is I just put that on and then I go to the timed meditation function and you can set the timer for anything from one minute up to eight hours. I don't know why they have a timer for eight hours on here, but anyways, if that is your thing, then you go for it. Usually I will set it the timer for five minutes or 10 minutes. I started out doing five minutes just because I find when you start meditating, it feels a lot longer than when you've been meditating for a long time. So I recommend starting out for five minutes. And then now I have 
leveled up to doing 10 minutes and I feel really good with that. But I just put the timer on and then you click start session and it just plays those nature sounds. I like to wear headphones when I do it so that it's like right in my ear. Lately, I have been laying down with my legs up against the wall because I find that super, super relaxing. And I just put my hands on my belly and feel myself breathing and I find that touching your stomach while you're breathing is a really good way to kind of like stay connected and stay present to it. That is how I meditate and I'm sure you guys can look up all the benefits of meditating. It's so good for you, so good for your mental health. Also, apparently there's a lot of new science now talking about how it's good for your physical health too, but if I am going to give you guys one thing to do that is going to help with every area of your life, it is meditation. And like I said at the beginning, it's kind of like exercise where when you don't do it for a while, you forget how good you feel when you do do it. And it's really easy to get out of the habit, which is why it's good to set a reminder and the call map actually, um, you can easily set a reminder in that. And then every day at a certain time, it just sends you a little gentle reminder. I hope that I will be on the meditation grind for a long time because every time I stopped meditating I'm like what was so important that I stopped for a day like I didn't meditate one day I just decided you know what I'm probably fine I just won't do it today and then I just stopped doing it it's so hard to motivate yourself to start up again so yeah it's always good to just set that reminder so that you do it every day and like with the working out this takes even less time out of your day so there really shouldn't be an excuse why you can't do it like even if you want to set a timer and meditate for 10 minutes before you fall asleep or like 10 minutes until you fall asleep it's so good can't say enough good things about it so yeah, I think I'm going to wind down this episode here. I hope that this was helpful or at least interesting to you guys. I hope you guys are having an amazing day wherever in the world you are. And if you have any requests for future episodes or topics you want me to touch on, definitely send me a message or an email. I would love to hear your suggestions. But that is everything for today. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Oh,